What is up, Maximizers? This is the SaunaCast, and this is your host, Morgan Zook. Today, we're in the LA Fitness Sauna in Boca Raton, and I got a crew with me. We got Max Marco. We got Justin Bergman, the firefighter. We got Mitchell Doan. This guy gets shit done. Mark Rotaco? Come on. And Spencer fucking Reed. So here we go. We just had an amazing lift. And how do you end a lift? With a SaunaCast. So... We got a few big guys in here. We got Justin Bergman. He's a firefighter, and when I see Bergman, I think of one of those guys that is the world's strongest man, like pushing cars, like pushing fire him, trucks. You just started with the biggest guy? Dude, I, I start with the biggest guy. That's how I do it. My dog. That's how you build the army. Yeah, I think you can lift the most for sure. So, Bergman, what are some of your keys to getting all that muscle mass on? Oh, God. Honestly, just going to the gym fucking every day. Protein shakes. I feel like, like your eating, workout is like pasta. you try to lift up like as much as you can off the ground. No, that's, like, that's, that's the goal. Nice. So, <laughs> I just try, maximize it. Yeah. You just lift as much as you <laughs> can. Nothing crazy. You just try to pick up the heaviest yeah. object. Every and now and then, every now head. and then you gotta just do low, low weight, high reps. But honestly, just lifting as much as you can, fucking every set. That's the only way to break down the muscle, fucking repair it with some protein. Hey, and get back to it the next day. So you have a pretty unique diet. I hear, at least. You don't really try new things. You eat a lot of pizza. Well, what's what's that, your go-to? That, that used to be the old me. It was, it was pasta, pizza, and dinosaur chicken nuggets. Ooh. Protein. Fucking protein right there. Right, I used to be able to put, like, you are what you at least, like, 50. Dinosaur. <laughs> like, 50 dinosaur chicken nuggets down. But, no, I've switched it up now. I recently started eating red meat. Ooh, and nice. I started about a year ago. It was my first steak. It was a little over a year ago at this Your point. Your first steak at first 23 steak. years first, old. The first time eating red meat at all. Wow. It was like about a year ago. And How do you I, like it? No, now I've had it. I At least a steak once a week. I'll do something a little bit leaner. I actually don't like fatty steaks. I know people like to chew on the fat. Yeah, well, I, don't I, don't, like I, don't, I don't do that. Yeah, you got to go with the flavor. I like the fat. Yeah. Like a little bit of fat. A little, little bit of fat's okay, but Stuff like, like I, even for burgers, I like doing the uh, 937. Ooh, I don't very like an eighty. I know a lot of people like going eighty twenty. Just I don't like greasy, greasy stuff like that. That's just me. Cheese though, cheese and bread is definitely my my enemy. Cheese and bread. Cheese and bread. Enemy of the people. <laughs> so see, speaking of greasy, Spencer Reed and I we had, <laughs> we had a competition two summers ago. Who could gain the most weight? You know, we're trying to put on a lot of muscle. I started at 190, I was trying to get to 210. He started at 140, he was trying to get to 170. And he Holy beat me. Shit. He put on 30 pounds in 17 days. <laughs> oh, what? I think it was longer than 17 days. No, it was 17. Really? It was no way. That's, that's, not that's, that's, like, that's like a lot of Bro, is he a giant thing? <laughs> Something, yogurt somebody's coming everybody. after this podcast. 30 pounds in <laughs> yeah. 17 it was days. It's like a month or Dude, it's still, it's still a pretty uh, epic. That's a pound a day. A yeah. gallon of yogurt. Every yogurt was the key. I gotta yogurt. say, you're looking beefier than ever now, though, dude. Right. Definitely had to get a little muscular. To, uh, I'm a little bit on the other side. I'm like 155 right, right now. Damn. Ooh. So you got to 170? I got to 170, yeah. Oh, that's a maximizer right there. I got so to 210 one time, and it was like tough. It was so hard to get there. How much you weigh now? Oh, fuck, like 175. Damn, no way. You were 210? Yeah, yeah, like a right junior year. When we were lifting, when we went to Gold's, when we were uh, lifting Gold's, house. man, that's, that's where I was Gold's Tallahassee, well, it's talk about maximizing. That's I mean, first of all, like, crackheads, like, you've never seen <laughs> lifting weights, that'll get you motivated. Um, everybody, like, all the frat guys on steroids there, you wanted to be. Yeah, that's that. true. That was motivational. And then, by far, like, the most attractive women. Oh, like, hands like, down. Absolutely. Out, yeah, in Tallahassee, so. 
That's where a lot of the motivation fucking came from. Say, it's yeah. trying to lift as much as you can yeah, from the squad. The squad is hopping there every day for sure. Yeah. Damn. So should we take this to Gold's gym? They have a sauna. Dude, no, they don't. Do they have a gold gym? No, they they end up closing that. Yeah, you yeah, they needed a U fit, unfortunately. Uh, Went yeah. from one of the best gyms that I've ever walked into to a fucking U fit. Speaking of U fit, Bergman almost died in a U fit. Yeah, really? Oh, yeah, I witnessed that too. That was that was deadlifting too much. I we, we were hungover, set off the hungover, and they wanted they wanted to go to the gym. I haven't had breakfast at all. I was hungover, and I thought I can do my typical leg routine. It was, mm. it was deadlift day. So I was doing like my normal like I think it was like four oh five, I was doing a few reps and then I felt just my back crack. And for the longest time, probably a year before that, I felt like my back needed to crack. I've been crack trying to crack it for a year. There's one spot. And I just couldn't get it at all. No matter what I did and fucking I don't know. And then I was fucking doing a rep, I just felt it fucking crack and I just dropped the weight and I was like, Oh, that doesn't feel right. I ended up like Blacking out a little bit at UFIT, fucking the fire department came. Ambulance. Your own boys. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I was like looking at Bergman and I was just saw him, he was like white and I was like, Are you okay man? He was like, I don't know. He's like, Mark, I, I remember Mark weight. had to take the weight off for yeah, he, he, all he, my weight. Yeah, I was I, was, I, like, I literally couldn't form. bend over, like I was Holy yeah, I was out of commission for a few days. I like sat him down in the front, like tried to give him a Gatorade and everything, and he was like super lightheaded and like the UFIT woman at the front desk was like she was like, What's going on? She was concerned and she called the fire department and then Medics over, yeah, and they just like they just like same thing. They gave him some electrolytes, you know. I like, gave him a cool towel, I think, and he uh, just had to sit down for a little bit to. Told him stop. Just, yeah, bitch. ever ever since, <laughs> like my back has felt fucking good. As yeah, so these, <laughs> these gains are life and death. Yeah, <laughs> nah, just, you're not lifting. You're not lifting heavy enough. If you don't throw up or black out, I was gonna, uh, or, or shit yourself. You Do you remember when uh, David Henry shout out D Henry? Um, he. Uh, he sent us a Snapchat. I think it was at a UFIT too. Oh Some shit their pants trying to deadlift. Oh yeah, yeah. That's one thing. That's my biggest fear. I don't mind blacking out or throwing <laughs> up in a gym. If you ever catch me shit myself, I'll, I'll just oh, always be at my home gym. I've definitely oh. farted in the gym a few times. Like lifting heavy weights and it, you're just... Yeah. Oh. like a little shark compared to like explosive diarrhea on accident. That, yeah. That'd be bad. That's, that's been, it's been a while since then. Has that happened to you before? You seem no. very scarred by it. No, just a little... I mean, every now and then you have, you have a little shark. From your pushing too hard, but oh, we gotta minimize it. Even the sauna. Spencer oh. Reed is tapping out. He'll be back, but Three, he needs five a little minutes right now. I give him credit. I, I uh, might not last much longer in here. Six minutes. Six minutes. Well, well he's yeah. kind of tolerance, you know. Like yeah. we're all. I mean, I don't know about Bergman and Max, but I mean, I know me, Zook, and Meech are heading to sauna. He's back. Well, fucking Remy. Remy sent me a Snapchat one time, and he goes. He goes, I'll take any bets for the longest time in a sauna. Oh, oh my god. I, I, replied, I replied to him. I, I was like, Remy, I've been in a 1200 degree room for 30 to 45 minutes at a time. I can handle oh it. With full gear on, too. With, with full gear on. I mean, I was, chilling, I was chilling around 400, like 450 around there, but the roof. So it was probably actually this size where, like, I was kneeling down on the floor, and but the roof was reading right around 1,200. Wow, so, that's insane. Um, if I brought a water bottle, I could last like a lot longer. There's no water bottle allowed in there. Yeah. Oh, in here, yeah. Yeah, get dehydrated, all the sweat. Is that training purposes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's certain conditions that. that we can replicate that when you have just a room like this where there's no exit for anything like that, just superheated gas sitting at the room, and then say we break a window. All that superheated gas, actually the smoke catches on fire. 
So that's what we were trying to replicate at the roof. Technically, the room like kind of explodes. But when you do it in like a condensed situation where we're really not letting it get that hot, but there's certain ways that you can read read the roof and get out of that situation. Just but speaking of getting out of the only The only way to know what it looks like is to be put yourself in that situation. So everything's controlled and everything like that, but yeah. How's it, Grammy? Any any day. This this is very comfortable <laughs> yeah. for me. I don't yeah. know. So walk in the park. The sauna's like not as hot as it is sometimes in here right now either. It's like a comfortable hot oh. though. Like, I can show in here for like Decent amount of time. Sometimes you come in here. Look at the numbers. Where are the numbers? It, it's saying only 140, but I think that's wrong. Mm. It's usually around 180. Let me turn it it on. feels higher than normal. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, there's a little switch on the Usually, uh, my phone temperature thing fucking blows up. Is that going to make it hard? Yeah. I don't, so, think, I don't think I need it any higher. <laughs> oh, you're cranking no. that thing up? Yeah, I'm chilling. Yeah, we're turning it up a notch. We're maximizing, boys. I'm I'm just just over for that. That. We maximized the last night. So, so, Bergman, talk about firefighting. What are some crazy things that you've had to go through to either become a firefighter or things that you've seen? Just so, things I've seen. This one, like, I just, I, I told I told the boys this, like, last week, like, maybe two weeks ago at this point, I had a motorcycle versus car. Oh, mm-hmm. no. The guy was, was whipping it, about to get on the on-ramp, and some lady, it was around two in the morning, and some lady uh, ended up hitting the guy. So we get we get to the call and the guy's leg is uh, from the knee down completely obliterated. Jeez. Oh, um, so the tourniquet's on him. His feet actually were straight up, like he was laying down, but he was head first, like face first on the ground. Oh. So his body was twisted, and he probably weighed easy over three hundred, easy. On a motorcycle too. He was on a motorcycle, no padding, no That's helmet, anything like that. So I'm trying to think. Obviously, you want to protect someone's spine. But in that case, you also, it's, we call it life over limb, that which you're either, I'm going to save your life and you're not going to be able to walk or you kind of just die. So yeah. of course I had to twist, twist the guy's spine back. What the fuck? And then once I got him onto the back, we're in the back, he ended up dying. So oh, we're doing CPR on him and everything like that. But when you have multi, multi-system trauma like that, I mean, there's really nothing. And blood, fucking, the blood loss. Yeah, blood loss. This guy's leg, I mean, was obliterated. Literally Jeez. fucking gone. So, how does that make you feel, though? I went back and I had a snack and I went to bed. It's um, <laughs> unbelievable. That stuff really just doesn't doesn't bother me. Wow. Some people's fucking hands kind of blown off. Some yeah. I've had to transfer <coughs> fingers before. What the fuck? Makes Jeez. me feel a little here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You are that guy that shows up and you're just like someone's missing their hand. You're like, oh, what'd you do to yourself there, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, drive yourself here. I'm yeah. like up there. No, but I mean nothing. Luckily, I haven't had any. Like pediatrics, any kids or anything like that, mm-hmm. nothing too too bad. Yeah. But um, or anyone you know, for that or matter. anyone I know for that matter. Luckily, that's that's probably my biggest fear is running on someone who um, who I know or obviously care about. That would that would have to. My biggest fear is freezing up in that situation. Yeah. But for a majority of the time, nothing nothing bothers me. You go back, you have dinner fucking talk about other funny stories with, with the crew. Life goes on. Life goes on. You can't... I just... I don't know you. As long as I know I didn't do anything wrong. You did all you could. I did I did everything I could. Yeah. I know I know I'm good at my job and what I do, so I'm on, on to the next one, really. We appreciate you having a tragic man. Yeah. People like you. Can we hear uh, can. Can we hear stance on vaccines in the fire department? Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> we're going down that <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get real sensitive here. Um... 
I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm anti-experimental vaccine. And I know a lot of people are saying now that the Pfizer is approved by the FDA. They're, even though that it's approved by the FDA, not only was the commissioner of the FDA um, released two years ago and is now on the commission board for Pfizer, so there's obviously some... There's collusion. It's all yeah, lobbying so, yeah, and politics. Talks, and I read that the FDA is only allowed to use emergency authorization vaccines if there's no other FDA-approved one. Now that there's one approved, that should mean that Johnson & Johnson and Moderna shouldn't be allowed to give theirs out. And they're still like, Now it's like a monopoly yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Pfizer's going to try to swoop all the profits. Yeah, but... Um, I mean, it's not the first to touch on that, Pfizer yeah. or the FDA has done. There's been a history of collusion there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, that's just like allowing you to have a certain amount of ratchet and poop <laughs> and shit in the food. And well, I'm going to say FDA also approves like seed oils and yeah, lots of other of things that are awful for yeah. you. That's just like kind of weird, you know? Absolutely. I mean, a lot I'm with of you on that, Bergman. I agree about the whole like anti like I don't know like yeah. I feel like I'm healthy enough if, if I felt like the government was more for our like us living well being a healthy lifestyle absolutely be, like what have they ever done for our to try to change our diets try to they prove Nothing. like chicken nuggets fast food everything like all that absolutely. stuff you know? and that's and that's the thing that really pissed me off is you have McDonald's you have uh Krispy Kreme was hanging hand out free food yeah. if you got the vaccine everything like that I was like, why not do, I mean, I'm not a fan of Amazon or Whole Foods, but, yeah. you know, obviously you have smarter choices there. Why not, you know, get, Incentivize people, get people, people going there, healthy. you know, fucking. Yeah. If you want to help the survival rate with COVID, obviously, it's as it seems, as far as I know, that people that are out of shape and obviously getting There's older. 90, it was 90-something percent of people yeah. had multiple um, diseases such as diabetes, hypertension, heart failure, COPD, things that are, no matter what, no matter what disease it is, if you have four of like the top five deadliest diseases and then you add, you know, a virus in there, obviously fucking something bad is going to happen. You're going to have multiple people die. Yeah. You have a higher risk chance. Abs yeah. Absolutely. And we had doctors telling us um, when if someone were dying in a car crash, but they tested positive for COVID, that the doctors were writing it down as a COVID death. So they could get because every hospital was getting in between like thirty five and fifty five or something thousand dollars per COVID patient by the government. So the numbers are skewed. I know the the rapid results. Um, we just had a bunch of nurses tell us the rapid results. They would take the rapid results. They would say that you tested positive for it, and then they would send it to a lab to do like a double test on it, and they would come back negative. So a lot of these rapid tests are also. But also, a lot of, I mean, don't get me wrong, coronavirus is a real thing, but I do think that the numbers are skewed immensely and the whole thing was... I think that's pretty obvious, yeah. I mean, just off of a first-hand basis, like how many yeah. people do you know? Like, if they say it's like a super big thing going on in Florida right now, but like, I mean, oh, yeah. you work for a fire department, so maybe yeah, you no. see it more firsthand. And I, but like, from what I know, I've talked to a lot of people and I don't hear a lot of stories about, one, people getting sick with it, slash people being sick enough to have to like go to the hospital and go well, that's, and respirate. That's also the problem is people are calling 911 just because they have COVID. And like, just because you test positive for COVID, does that mean you need to go yeah, to the hospital? Boy, you cry wolf for that. Yeah, so, um, and a lot of, I mean, I'm noticing just personally, a lot of my patients are vaccinated and they're still fucking wanting to go down to the hospital because they're having issues, so. 
and they're back and they're they're having issues from the vaccine or they're no just I mean just co- I mean I don't know if it's from the vaccine or yeah. just from COVID itself but well, yeah there was half, a, uh, I would say easy half of my patients are vaccinated and they're still having difficulty breathing or you know yeah. something along I have a that friend sort. that's uh, down at um, UM Health and she does like physical therapy for the athletes down there so she has to get tested pretty often yeah and they. Um, their administration told them that like 50 to 75 percent some weeks of the people calling in saying they can't come to work that they've tested uh, positive are vaccinated yeah so you know like what it's what is i know the they're, i know they're saying that you just you won't get as sick but personally as a personal experience and that's pretty much all i'm transporting at this point besides like the major car accidents and stuff yeah. like that this is just covid patients i'm literally around covid patients non-stop i only had it i had it last year uh, last June, and I've been around it since, since fucking the start of it all. So, I don't know, I... I mean, there's studies out now that say having antibodies from actually getting it and getting over it, or... Exactly. You know, being 15, around 15 times stronger than the actual vaccine itself in terms of, you know, your... Uh, how how badly you'll get it if you do get it again. The, yeah. The Cole Beasley thing is the funniest thing to me. So, he is a like wide receiver for the Bills that doesn't mm. want to get vaccinated. And the NFL wants everyone Yeah, the NFL wants everybody vaccinated. But he, from a Bills training staff and the training staffs are like mandated to get the vaccine like they have to or else yeah. they can't be around yep. and they're going to comply or else and, they lose their job and so yeah. a vaccinated employee got sick didn't get tested exposed Cole Beasley who was wearing his mask mm-hmm. Cole Beasley tests negative while he's wearing his mask gets suspended for five days because of a vaccinated guy that yeah. was carrying the disease Jeez. the whole thing that doesn't make any sense when, when does that start happening past the NFL when is that yeah, yeah it's yeah. so cockamamie I mean yeah. it's happening in uh, New York where they're requiring vaccine passports to go around yeah. Restaurants and shit. Yeah, I, I also saw that there was concern honestly. that why would people back that? It's going to lose them business one way or another. There's also concern in New York that like only like 48 percent of Hispanics and 48 percent of like uh, African Americans have the that, like vaccine, and a lot of them can't like like aren't going to get it. So like they feel like it's going to be a segregation issue if all these mm-hmm. people are required to have cards and yeah. Places I mean, like, it's exactly exactly. what fucking 1940s Germany is yeah. right here. You have your card or fucking you the know. star. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of symbolic. I mean, I mean, that's, I agree with you, all of you guys and what you guys are saying. And I'm not anti-vaccine by any means. Like if you want to get it, I, I mean, not to be your freedom. Yeah. 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 The problem, no, the problem lies in choice. governments. Yeah. To try and some, I hate how they're trying to mandate it. That's the only issue. And dude, and the fact that we're walking around asking each other, "Are you vaccinated? You know, where's your vaccine card?" and all this bullshit is ridiculous. Yeah, I looked at some lady that asked me one time, and I was like, "Are you on birth control?" Are you (laughs) like why? Like why do you feel the need to ask me that? And you know, it's just like commonplace now where most of that shit is my body like private information for a ninety nine percent survival rate too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you if you have it, why the fuck do you care if I have it? You know? Exactly. Yeah. You shouldn't be worried. If your vaccine works, you don't believe in it, yeah. and why do I need it? And you know, that's the argument that we're having now. Like Mark was saying, I'm not anti-vaccine by any means. My parents have gotten sick with COVID and have expressed wanting to get the vaccine in case they got it. They were fine. They didn't yeah. take it too yeah. bad. And you know. They were thinking about getting it just in case it was worse next time, but you have to listen to these doctors that study this shit long-term and understand that by vaccinating the population, you bring everybody's immune system down collectively when we should, unfortunately, be getting herd immunity. You have to let it run its course. We're gonna have to fucking deal with this. Vaccinating people is just gonna make it worse because Delta, whatever, Omega, Lambda, alpha strain comes along <laughs> next time you're gonna be fucked by it because you're yeah. vaccinated for the first one and it mutated into something much more harmful so it doesn't yeah. seem like a smart it's, it's thing it's funny that we're when doing. you look at the political side of it too like 
when Trump was still in office yeah. and oh started God. reading. All of them were saying, <laughs> I, won't, I won't trust it, fucking everything. Yeah, like yeah that. I know. Well, it's not political. It's, been, it's been used as a political tool, and that is a topic for a yes. different fucking <laughs> podcast. Really man. Yeah, we're going to go down the rabbit hole if we get into that. It's too hot in here to do that. Uh, do you think it's just lack of common sense or just fear? Or I think I think it's the media. I think, it, I think people have so too much it, trust I, in institutions, yeah. too much trust in government, which is we should. We Don't should trust your government, government, kids. But we should want to. You know, we should. But you should want. To, you should want to be able to govern yourself. Absolutely, there's a big difference. Absolutely, but, but at the same time, gosh. like I don't really we should. We should be able to have yeah. faith in our government and our politicians to do the right thing. But unfortunately, yeah. we live it's in a country not. where. It's Obviously, capitalism is a thing, and people have money, and people want certain there's, things. And if they can lobby politicians to take care of those things for them, yeah. they're going to do it. There's incentive here, you know. It's it's a very weird game. There's too big of a system as to like trust either side at this point. You know, like both sides could be fucking. Oh, I think there's collusion, uh, obviously. Yeah, between, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, I'm not a side. <laughs> yeah, right, we lost a few. We still got three though. I do. Last man standing. Is that what we're doing now? Dude, a little competition. How long have we been in here? Oh, let's I see. say it's been 15 minutes. No, it's been 20. Wow. Yeah. I, mean, I feel great right now. There is a. You can tell just from the temperature. Oh. It's so much colder. There's a big. There's a big temperature difference. You yeah. can. But yeah, um, so I'm down to pivot a little bit. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. We go hard in the vaccine and the firefighting. I'm with three pretty. There's three of us in here. We're all. We all have our heads on straight. So for you two, what are two things that you think are key to success? Key to Living mm. a fulfilling life, uh, financial freedom, all wow. that stuff. That's a big question. If you um, want, I could go first, and then you guys. Yeah, let's see what you guys look, and let's build off that. I, I know I got mine too, but go. Oh no, I want to hear Bergman. Let's go with the firefighter. Let's hear it. Just a plan and consistency. Mm-hmm. That's that's all. That's, it's got to be a good plan, though. It's got to be. Go it's got to be a good, like, a good, well thought out plan, and something that you stick to. Usually, when you're changing things in the moment. You know, that's not where you're you going to shine. Sure yourself. Absolutely. When you sit down, you think of a plan, fucking, just like a workout. Before I come in, I kind of have a mindset of what, what I want to do. And when I stray off of it, I feel like I don't get a good enough workout. Because in my mind, for like the tricep, there's three different parts of the tricep, you know? When you stray off, maybe you're only hitting two of the three. And now you just miss that third. So it's kind of like the same thing where you got to get a plan. You got to fucking stick to it. Yeah. Start doing your own your own thing halfway through. You're, you're going to lose... Uh, you're gonna lose out on the little things. That's the little things that make the big things happen. That's life. Yeah. That's and the, the consistency aspect. Think about it this way: when you aren't consistent and you aren't doing things that you say you're gonna do, you're lying to yourself. You're Absolutely. not gonna like yourself. Imagine if you had a friend who said he was gonna meet you at the gym at 8 a.m. He said he was gonna get in shape. He said he was gonna do all these things with you, and then he always bailed. You wouldn't so, like that friend. A little bit sounds like Brad Ging a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He's done that no, to me a few times. No hate on Brad Ging, but no, imagine. Brad's my boy. Brad knows it. That's <laughs> if you're not being consistent and not doing what your plan says to do, you're just lying to yourself. Yeah. That's why people don't like themselves, because they can't go through with the action that follows with the plan. Yeah, yeah, I agree. What's your, uh, is that it? No, I mean, those two are great. I'd say number one is just starting. Everyone always overthinks, and you need a plan, don't get me wrong, but I think it's better, well, obviously, it's much better to have a plan with a lot of flaws that you start than having a flawless plan that you don't start. That's, yeah, you're, that's good. You're, gonna you're learn, setting yourself up for failure. Exactly, you're gonna learn along the way. So, it's like the Richard Branson, he said something, uh, just start and then you'll figure it out along the way. Be okay with making mistakes. Yeah. I mean, that's just a part of life. And learn how you grow those mistakes. I think the, the biggest thing, number one, starting, then number two, 
is just the fear of criticism. People are so scared what others think of them. So if they go yeah. and try and start a company and they fail, they think they're a failure. They turn that temporary defeat into permanent mm-hmm. defeat. That's, yeah. And it discourages them going and trying other business ventures. If you study all these ultra-successful people, people that are you know, changing the world through their products, their services, their charities, all that stuff, most of them started out with a lot of failures. They embrace it. They embrace yeah. it. Yeah, that's a big thing. And that, this topic always, always brings me back to Uber and Shark Tank when they went up there and, or maybe it was just Mark Cuban, whoever the owner of, of Uber is went yeah, up there, Mark Cuban, or maybe it was all Shark Tank, he went up there and they're like, there's too many, there's too many taxes. This will never, taxes, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll never be, they'll never be successful. You don't and own just any like cars, that, like they tell them like all yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, and just like that, the number one transportation fucking thing after, what, a few months, a year? Yeah, it took a couple of years and they're already yeah. like, the taxi yeah. industry is becoming obsolete. And now Uber's yeah. gone way past just cars too, doing a hell of other stuff. Uber yeah. Eats is probably Uber one of the greatest things they've yeah. done. That's probably, they probably make more money off Uber Eats than they do off of mm-hmm. just Uber ride sharing because of think about how many people are now able to go to restaurants that you normally couldn't do takeout from before, yeah. and now you mm-hmm. can do takeout. Yeah. Especially in COVID time, like that boomed them. Like, yeah. yeah, the fact that you couldn't sit down in a restaurant. And what you were saying, Berg, that just goes to show even someone that might be ultra successful, like Mark Cuban, um, they have different perspectives than you. They Absolutely. can't see things the way that you can can see them. The hardest thing is selling a vision to someone. Yep. Uh, That's Peter, not your own. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Peter Scheel talks about that in his Zero to One. Oh, I was listening to that today. Oh, really? Amazing. Nice. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's all about just having a vision and being able to sell it to one person. And then that just builds encouragement within you. Yeah. And then you just keep piling people going, in and yeah. in. But it's going to take a while to sell it to that one person. You can't do anything alone. Yeah. So, Isn't this like the coolest cup you've ever seen? <laughs> yeah, that's a nice Yeti. I'm selling you an idea right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, creators of Yeti, I'm sure they faced a lot of temporary defeat. Yeah, how many cups were out there before? Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, that's a great oh, yeah. point. I don't know. What do you think the thing about Yeti is? Like the brand alert? Cause it's the brand. It's a simple. Yeah, it's they, it's they a simple, simple good for like brand. 20 yeah, bucks, but this thing is like 50. Yeti should make keg cases. Damn, can't yeah, Dude, imagine yeah. how heavy that would be. Yeah, I know. Yeti like, water. One of those metal, like, one of these guys has a screw on the top. Maybe just for those Heineken kegs. I think I'm out for good boys. Yeah. And Mitch and Spencer out. Thanks for joining the Sonic yep. cast. You guys will be back. Yeah. I got to tap on that note, too. I'm too hungover for this. Hey, peace, peace. All so, right. Thank you for having me on. Yes, sir. All right. We got Mark Rotaco and myself. Maybe the firefighter will be back. Can't, you guys? can't find contention in things that uh, don't improve your life. I like that. Ending quote by Spencer. Ending quote. Are we done? Right now, we're, we're, we're not done. Uh, we're yeah, gone. Uh, the hot weather guys are still in here, but we all have to tap. I'm going to go throw up in the back. <laughs> I usually don't like saying something for more than a half hour. What are, we, what are we at? We're probably right around a half hour. 26 minutes. Sorry. I'll hang out for a little. I just, I just love the sauna. There's so many benefits we'll jump into right now. There's a lot of studies that have been done that <clears throat> show how sauna is just so good for your brain that there's a decrease in chance of Alzheimer's and all these other diseases. And you're just sweating out all these toxins. Mm-hmm. Um, they did studies of... Of samples from people's sweat compared to like urine and stuff and when you're sweating you're sweating out all these BPAs these things that are in plastic that aren't good for you you're sweating out all these toxic toxic things such as pesticides that are in a lot of the food mm-hmm. we eat nowadays yep. all the alcohol from the night before mm-hmm. and uh, something I read online is that I don't think it's true but it's 
probably somewhere around here. It said 99% of Finnish people, people from Finland, use the sauna once a week, which would be a ridiculous amount, 99%. But their life expectancy is four years longer than the U.S. Hmm. So, you know, it's just little things like just getting into the sauna 10, 10 minutes a day or 10 minutes a week that just really help you out. Yeah, oh, it's good for your skin too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mental toughness, physical toughness, good for muscle growth. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right after a lift. Yep. Expanding the muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do they have a sauna at the firehouse? Not at, um, not any of the houses, but at fucking, um, what's it called? At, like, our facility, at, like, our gym and stuff like that. The, uh, is there, or is it just, is there even a steam room in there? No, I don't know if we have it at all, actually. I was thinking that that was a steam room, but... Well, you could just start a fire and stand in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's your sauna right there. Yeah, no, in in gear, it it gets very, it's probably right around this. It's big, it's very hot because it. I mean, obviously the coat is very thick. The pants are very thick. The uh, you have the air pack that's pretty heavy. You're carrying tools. You're carrying a fucking hose. Fucking, you have things on your head. You don't think about like that helmet. The helmet weighs. Um, a handful of pounds, so mm-hmm. that's just on your neck, and if th- things add up, how yeah. much how much weight is the entire suit? You know, I think it's right right around eighty with eighty every, pounds with carrying everything. Oh my gosh! No wonder you're so beefy. Yeah, yeah holy you, cow! Um, hey, that, that that's just walking around with two forty dumbbells. That's tough yeah. to walk. Yeah, it's spread out throughout your body. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's definitely heavy. Though. Army people in like the military and the armed forces too. I'm pretty sure their I, gear weighs upwards of 100 pounds for sure. It, it's got to be. I don't know. I think theirs is a little bit lighter. Oh really? But um, yeah, no. I mean, they're no joke as well. They definitely. Uh, I mean, I know we get pushed pretty hard, but I know they just fucking get an absolute ass whooping. Because <laughs> a lot of there's a lot of guys um, obviously that are uh, from the military. Mm-hmm. Join the fire and then came here, yeah. yeah. And what they talk about, it's like, all right, I won't ever, I won't ever complain. I won't ever complain yeah, yeah. again, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just perspective, right there, baby. Yeah. Everyone's got it tougher than you. Everyone's yeah, got it for real. Than you. It's a way of staying humble, right there. When you can put it like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just all about perspective. Everything in life is just how you view it. Exactly. Yeah. You're your own everything. reality. Yeah. I mean, everything you experience is unique to you. No one's experienced exactly mm-hmm. what you've experienced to the exact extent. Yeah. Which is uh, something that a lot of people don't consider. People live in their own worlds, obviously. Mm-hmm. People can only see things one dimensionally. Can't put their, can't true. put themselves in other people's shoes. Yeah. And that's what the most humble and the successful people are able to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent. So uh, we should probably wrap this up. I'm, I'm getting hot. Yeah. Anybody have a quote to end it off? Anything off the top of their head? So, I got this. It's been my background for a little while. Unfortunately, Ooh. I haven't been able to stick to it. That which is my problem, that which I'm, I'm working on now that I'm living alone and I kind of don't have any distractions besides my own, my own moral. It's, uh, today I will do what others won't, so tomorrow I can do what others can't. Mm. Nice. So, kind of just like the gym, it's like you miss a day at the gym, there's someone in there that's fucking, yeah. that's getting stronger, and I feel mm-hmm. that for mentally, physically, that's, uh, that's my background, that's what I'm working on. And when I hear that... I my mind kind of goes a different direction with it, not comparing yourself to someone else, but comparing yourself to the person that you could be. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's even that's person even that better. Be I like that. Yeah, better. person uh-huh. you could be, yep. person that you are now. Yep. 
Because it's all about trying to be the greatest version of yourself. That's Absolutely. True. And, you know, if you, when you start comparing yourself to others, if you don't stack yeah, up. You're, right. you're holding yourself to their standards mm-hmm. instead of holding yourself yes. to your own yeah. standards. And that's what holds back a lot of people. You know, a lot of people get into, like, you know, their social cliques, yeah. their social groups. Mm-hmm. And if all their friends are doing something, maybe not maximizing, to use uh, Morgan's <laughs> term, I mean, you might feel complacent mm-hmm. staying on that level and not moving up, you know, but you got to be your own self and got to... Yeah push yourself to the next level every single day. Yeah. Yeah, just surround yourself with people who are like-minded individuals. That's that's honestly probably the most important thing. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone, every human being craves companions. Yeah. yeah. Everyone mm-hmm. wants to be around people, you know? Yeah. And if you surround yourself with the better people, they're gonna make, you're gonna start making, turning your habits into their habits potentially. Yeah. And if they're good habits, I mean, that's gonna benefit you in the long run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Hell yeah, well. That was a good one, boys. Yeah, my quote yeah. would be, just get started. But I've already said that I'll, since I'm doubling up on that. I'll say hit doubles. Don't go for the grand slam every time. Just go for a double. You know, don't try and get the single. Try and exceed that. Try and hit a double for all those baseball that. players out there. <laughs> so, you know, every day it's just about those incremental gains. You know, you're going to have losses. You're going to have failures. You're going to have adversities. But with the right perspective and the right crew around you, you'll use those as fuel to get to the next level. So, I like it. All right, the last three standing, Justin Bergman, the firefighter, Mark Ritaco, the soon-to-be real estate mogul and also entrepreneur, knows how to make money for himself, and avid reader, too. So these are guys who I want to be around. So go maximize the week, maximizers. Hell yeah.